0: Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for this episode of New Horizons, our daily podcast and radio ministry. It is always my greatest joy to be able to join with you for this time as we dive deep into God's Word together. There is nothing better than the Word of God, and I hope that that is uh, what you believe as well. I'll ask you to open your Bibles today to the book of John chapter number 11. Uh, Friends, I love the book of John. It is uh, one of my absolute favorite books of the New Testament, probably my favorite of the Gospels. The Apostle John is the writer of the Gospel of John, and the Apostle John, throughout the book, describes himself as the beloved disciple the one whom Jesus loved. And what you have with the gospel of John is an eyewitness account of the life of Jesus. And John stands out from all the rest. Uh, The gospel of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they have a lot of the same stories flowing through them. They're known as the synoptic gospels. But then you have, have John. John is writing some Seventy years after the life and ministry of Jesus, and so John is kind of at the end of his life now. He, he's he's getting around about a hundred years old. He's looking back at the life and ministry of Jesus, and these are the things uh, that are just coming out of his mind and his heart that he remembers from his time with the one who changed his life so much. And John is the only one who tells us about Lazarus. Now Jesus indeed. Uh, uh, raised others from the dead. You might think of Jairus's daughter. Uh, you might even think of the widow's son at Nain. Uh, but John is the only one who tells us about the resurrection of Lazarus. Now, Lazarus was a man that we know as a close friend, an associate of Jesus. Some even go so far as to say that Lazarus was the very best friend of Jesus. We know that Jesus loved him uh, because Jesus stood at his tomb and wept after Lazarus had died. And so Jesus in the text, John 11, he gets to Bethany where Lazarus is from. And there at the tomb he meets uh, 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 Lazarus's sister, Martha. And Martha and Jesus engage in this conversation. And listen to what Martha says to Jesus in verse 21 of John chapter 11, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Have you ever been there before? Lord, if you had only answered my prayer, Lord, if you had only heard my cry, Lord, if you had only been here on time, then none of this would have ever happened. But then she goes on and she gives a declaration of faith. Yet even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give it to you. Jesus says to Martha, your brother will rise again. Martha said, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die ever. Do you believe this? Those are some of the the most profound and audacious words ever uttered from the lips of a human being. I am the resurrection. I am the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who believes in me will never die ever. Do you believe this? So Jesus here is speaking of of both death physical and life eternal. Making this claim that in him is eternal life. Making this claim that in him one can actually die yet live. Now, now, friends, that's not just something that you say unless you're able to actually fulfill the claim. I mean, it's one thing for me to say it, but if I say it and I can't back it up, then it's just empty words. And so if you're going to say I'm the resurrection and the life, if you're going to say no one who believes in me will ever taste death ever, do you believe this? You better be able to back it up. And Jesus proves that he has authority over death. And that he alone is the author and the giver of life. In just a few scriptures later when he actually calls Lazarus forth out of the tomb. He says, remove the stone. And they say, he's already been there for four days. And Jesus said, didn't I tell you? That if you believed, you would see the glory of God. And so they roll the stone away, and Jesus says in the Aramaic, Lazarus, Duro, Exo, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus walks forth out of the tomb alive. And this substantiates the claim of Jesus that he and he alone is the author and the giver of life. Friends, this is something only God has possession of. Only God can give life. Only God can take away life. It's it's up to him when those things happen. But yet here Jesus proves to have authority over death and that he gives life back to his friend. This is an amazing story. And for us today, as believers in Christ, it gives us hope, doesn't it? You know, every day, all over this globe, people die. And every day, people spend eternity somewhere. It's appointed once for every man to die, and then the judgment. When you die, you go into eternity. And in eternity, there is life, and there is death. And when I say death, I mean eternity in the lake of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But Jesus says, you don't have to go there. You don't have to spend eternity there. I want to give you life and life eternal. Well, How do I know, Pastor? How do I know that I can really trust Jesus? Well, it's because here in the text, when he said, if you believe in me, you'll never taste death ever, he actually proved that he had the power over death. And if you just believe, dear friend, you will see In your life, one day when you step from this life into the next, the promises of God are true that eternal life is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow.